who we who we are now is who we're going to be at the end of this. And um, mm. you know, he he, I, I don't know. Like I've been thinking about like wh- wh- what do I have to say about any of this stuff? Like I, I mean, I'm not an expert. I don't I don't know. Right. All yeah. I can share is my own personal experience, and you know, I can say that like in trying times, in challenging times, they're very, very character defining, you know, as a story writer, as a filmmaker, I mean, you know, you put your characters into difficult situations to find out who they are. And, Mm. you know, this is one of those moments where in real life, we're put into a situation where we're finding out who we are and who we want to be. This is Way of the Artist with Brandon Colby-Cook and Evan Schulte, identifying your blocks and demystifying your struggles so that you can claim your own path and make your life a work of art. Hello, everybody from Isolation Town. (laughs) It's Evan here with Brandon doing our very first uh, remote episode recording, which is pretty remarkable considering that we have recorded like over 200 episodes and podcasts together, and we've managed to do them all in person, but uh, extraordinary times sometimes requires extraordinary measures and i'm happy that we can we can still make this happen today yeah we're being socially responsible considering everything that's going on these days in this crazy world that we're in and uh you know we thought actually it would be it would be good for us to um you know honor that considering that you know this is something it's hard not to mention (laughs) Yeah. We're in we're in a time where you know like uh, where we're we're still playing catch up with what the hell is going on here with a pandemic that's going on and um, you know I think learning how to connect in ways that you know through this amazing technology that we have in this time is important um, you know we're all still connected even though we all kind of have to be we're, we're kind of more socially responsible to be separate at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to get into that. I mean, I think the other thing too, is in this conversation, we don't really know, like we want to kind of start off from the place of like, we don't really have the answers, but um, maybe we can share some things about our own process and mm-hmm. what we're going through. And I think at the end of the day, we always just want to inspire, uh, you know, we want to inspire hope and inspire positivity and, um, as painful and difficult as the world may get, you know, this is about keeping your head up, um, mm-hmm. whatever that looks like for you and whatever that looks like for us. And we're all just figuring it out. Yeah. To keep, yeah. um, to keep pushing towards, you know, the, the best parts of us, uh, in times of, of crisis, because that's really the opportunity that's presented with with a crisis is that you know the the worst of us can come out or the best of us can come out and that is very much always uh it, our choice to make we that choice is always available to us and i'm sure we'll get into that a little bit but yeah it was a little hard to to come up with like well what do we really want to talk about you know in this cuz it's when when things are so up in the air as it, as it were. Cause I mean, like the last episode that we put out, you know, was, 
you know, we recorded that just as things were starting to happen, you know, in, in our part of the world. And since that time that we recorded this, which is like that episode, which was what, maybe a week and a half ago, mm-hmm. you know, so much has changed in the, in such a short pan of time. It's really, uh, I mean, in some ways it's, it's really quite humbling, mm-hmm. you know, to, to think about just how much things can change in such a short period of time. I mean, things can change in an instant. And I mean, this is like a global instant (laughs) that we're, that we're all experiencing right now. And it's, it's profound. It's, it's earth shaking. It's shattering. It's, um, confusing. It's bizarre. It's a multitude of feelings. I mean, this is just me speaking for myself, (laughs) the range of things that, that I've experienced in, in, in all of this. And, ultimately for me, it's just like, okay, but let's keep, let's keep pushing to, to the light in this, keep pushing to the light. How can we, how can we reach out? How can we help? How can we contribute something of value and something that's meaningful in a time like this? And I don't necessarily know exactly what that is. That's, that's part of, I think a, a time like this that we're in is that it's, it's hard to know what the right things to do are very often. It's hard to sometimes know what the best things to do are. It's, it's, it's almost impossible to make a plan for anything. Yeah. You know? I mean, I would, <laughs> that's exactly what I would say is like, don't, don't make plans right now. This is not a time to make plans. It's not a time to, to build up your expectations about anything. Mm-hmm. And there's a, there's a discipline in that, you know, there's an important lesson in that regardless of if you're in a pandemic or a crisis or whatever is like, um, you know, there's a lot of, uh, planning that we do as people, we plan, we build expectations. We have all these things that we expect and we want to happen. And right now, you know, it could go one way, it could go the other, you don't really know. And so any plan that you make is kind of just gambling. Um, Yeah. And there's something that's really good in that because when you can't plan, you have to be present and Mm -hmm. being present. Um, and you know, also fear is often a form of planning, by the way, you know, Mm, for those people who don't realize that, you know, you're scared of things that have not happened and you don't know if they're going to happen, but yeah, you know, anticipating them and getting all wrapped up in them is, you know, that can get you out of the moment. Now that doesn't mean like, I also say like, that doesn't mean don't be, you know, don't take care of yourself. Don't make sure you have like some food, you know, or some things to the side so that, you know, whatever. But like, it's an interesting time because we're really, we're all kind of learning to be super present. And those of us that aren't are going to lose our shit. And, um, you know, and, and I think, you know, when you're, when you're coming into this podcast, I think the hope is like, be here for this time while you're listening to this, just be now, you know, maybe this is just noise in the background, but be here. Mm-hmm. If you hear one thing in this podcast, I'd say like, be here now, because this is a time in our lives where like, and I've said this on the podcast before, and I'll just say this off the bat is like, when I was younger, I lost a friend when I was young. Right. And when I was like I'm 21 and ever since that moment, I realized my life could be taken away from me at any moment. And I decided from that point on that I would live my life up to this moment as much as I possibly could, because you never know when it's going to go. And, and 
you know, I would say for every person listening, like take on that motto, like your life is now and live it to now to the most that you can, because you just never know what's going to happen. And if you Mm -hmm. do that, you become fearless because you're not worried about regrets. You're not worried about things that you would have left, you know, but it, it, it's a discipline and it starts by being present in the moment right now and doing fully whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. And it's, I mean, and it's that, presents an interesting challenge in a time like this because it's like, you know, live your life fully now. But at the same time, when we're being, we're being asked to, (laughs) you know, practice social distancing, you know, when we're being asked to stay home and do not leave home unless you absolutely have to, you know, that's an important thing for us to do. You know, that's, that's an important thing for us not to, neglect. So like, maybe that's something that we can talk about is, is how can we still live our lives to its fullest when we're, (laughs) when we're kind of stuck inside of our own homes for an indeterminate (laughs) amount of time? Yeah. You know, and, and the thing is like, we do, we live in uh, an extraordinary technological age where we we still have tremendous capacities. I mean, case in point, you know, we're, we're still able to do this recording. We're Mm -hmm. still able to, to get together and have this conversation and record it and share it with all of you. And that's, that's something, you know, this show and, and what we try to do here on the show. I mean, this is a big part of who, who you and I are. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a big part of, you know, what we feel passionate about doing and, and what, what life for us is all about <laughs> in many, in, strangely, as many ways, what this, what this is all about and that there's still ways for us to do that, mm-hmm. you know, and I would say even it's like times like this where, you know, if you are in quarantine and in, in self-isolation, which, you know, I, I, would strongly encourage people to be doing right now and practicing um, is that these times of, of isolation where there's kind of nothing to do and there's nothing that you can really plan for beyond the day. You know, it's like, there's not a whole lot that to, to, there's not a great vast distance in which you can, you can plan on. And, and, it does an interesting thing. It's, 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 it's a state of being that we don't often live in, you know, and there within that space, there is an opportunity. I mean, this has been kind of imposed upon us to a certain extent, but there is an opportunity that this presents to us, which is that with this time to ourselves, when we can't be distracted, even with something like work with our, with, you know, with a nine to five, or what have you, is that, uh, or even social plans, you know, going out with friends, doing, you know, when we have a situation like this, we can actually really get clear on what it is that we're living for. Mm -hmm. You know, like what are the things that are meaningful and important? What are we actually passionate about doing? You know, like there's a, there's a lot of time for, self-reflection and self, uh, investigation that can happen in all of this. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, you know, if you don't, if you don't nurture yourself, if you don't like go into yourself and be with you, this is going to drive you bonkers. You know, you're going to, you know, you're not going to be able to handle it. I, I mean, for me, this is not difficult. Social isolation is not a problem for me. I, I've social isolated. I mean, I had a major... Tra- I talk about this a lot on the show. I had a major transition of friendships, of relationships, of everything over the last like, several years. And I spent a lot of time on my own. And what I learned in that time was how to be with myself more than ever and, uh, you know, and just enjoy my own company. So to me, like, if anything, I need to push myself to be more social. Um, I was very, very social in my twenties, but I just had a whole re reevaluation of the people I was associating with, the things I was involved in, the things I decided that matter. And it was hard, man. But the thing is, is I think a lot of people are going to go through that right now. And when you come out the other side, it's so much better because not only do you have a great relationship with yourself, but you actually figure out what actually matters and what doesn't. And mm-hmm. I think the hardest part, and I've referred to it sometimes as a depression or sometimes as an uh, existential crisis. And it kind of is because I think a lot of people are going to go through a little bit of an existential crisis right now. You get, like, what is your existence? Yeah. You're in crisis, right? Like, what is your existence? And what I mean, is- it, it brings this out because this is literally an existential event, you know, yeah. for, you know, most of us are going to be okay, you know, but not everybody. Mm-hmm. And regardless of, of, you know, whatever your health is, you know, whether you're someone who's, you know, you know, likely to, to be completely okay in, in all of this, it, it's still, it's still in our, in our periphery, you know, and sometimes not even in our periphery, like it's still right there in front of us. You know, there's no, there's no getting around that. Mm-hmm. I think also, like I was saying earlier, like be in the moment and live your life for all it's worth. I mean, I I think that that needs to be reevaluated too. That doesn't mean that you're going out and traveling the world and doing all these big um, things that are like seen by everybody. You know, you could be reading a book and that could be the most present, most enjoyable moment in your life. You don't Mm -hmm. have to be uh, doing these things. And I think like this is a time where you can realize there's a lot more to life than doing things or looking a certain way or getting your image to be a certain Mm -hmm. way. This is a time to like really have a relationship with yourself. And if you don't like being with yourself, I mean, you're going to find out. Right. And that might Mm -hmm. not be, that might not be great. That might not be a great feeling, but it is actually a good thing because, you know, it's like we all need to adapt to actually being more centered. That's, that's what this time tells me, you know, it's Mm -hmm. a time of like, you don't get to distract yourself the same way you used to. Now people are going to find distractions. They're going to just binge watch Netflix and they're going to do certain things. But like, there's going to be a time where you're going to go like, look, I tried that. There's going to be a time where that runs out and you're going to be there and you're going to be like, okay, I'm tired of this. And you're going to be with you. And that's going to be good. It's going to be hard maybe for some, but it's going to be good. Yeah. I, I've, I've, <laughs> I've already had like a, a couple of, of moments at, at home. And cause like I've, I, I've been pretty much in isolation for, for close to, I, I don't even know. Time, time is a bizarre thing right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like hard to gauge time these days. Um, 
but just the other day I was sitting with my wife and she was just like, Oh, like, she's like, you want to watch a, a movie or you want to watch it? And I was, I was literally like, I can't sit on this couch anymore. <laughs> like I just, I have to do something else that is not on this couch. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you do, you watch something, whatever you want to do, but like, I've just got to go and, and not be on this couch. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and it brings up some other things too, like just appreciating nature, appreciating fresh air, appreciating sunshine. Um, you know, like there's a lot of things that like we just take for granted and something like this makes us all of a sudden become present to certain things that actually like really count. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Well, it's an interesting thing is like part of me is because like, I, I'm, I, I don't have to, too much difficulty with kind of isolation either. Um, you know, like last year I did a, I did a 10 day Vipassana where it was, you know, there were other people around, but there was no speaking to each other. You don't even make eye contact with each other and there's no distractions. There's no reading. There's no writing. There's like, there is literally nothing to do for 10 days straight, Mm. (laughs) which can make you really stir crazy. So in many ways I feel like I'm, I'm kind of prepared for all of this. Yeah. But um, this was all going somewhere as a lot of the things that I say (laughs) do. It's going somewhere and then it's gone and then it comes back. Um, But, oh yeah, so essentially what what I was going for was that it there's a bizarre thing psychologically that I've recognized a few, a few times over the course of this, which is that I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm totally okay to, you know, just like be inside and do this and whatever. But then there's a weird part of me that's just suddenly gets a little bit more stir crazy just because like, it's like, I don't have the option to go out. Mm. (laughs) It's like, you know, if I could stay inside for days on end (laughs) and be totally fine. But as soon as the option to go outside is suddenly like, no, 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 like don't leave your house. It's like, Oh, but now I want to go outside. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's so true. (laughs) Yeah. Just a, just a, just a side note to this whole conversation. (laughs) Well, um, you know, I want to say like, uh, with this whole pandemic thing going on, when it first started to come about, like, I was to say my experience, like I, I didn't really, I wasn't really taking it seriously really. And then I remember like sports got canceled and I was like, okay, if they're canceling sports, this must be like, like I, that's probably about the time I started paying attention. Yeah, right. I think that because, was for a lot of people. Yeah. Because yeah. to me, I was like, okay, well, if it's that serious, then this must be something to pay attention to. Right. Yeah. And then at first I was like, okay, like, are they just blowing this out of proportion? Kind of like other ones, like, you know, like SARS or whatever and stuff that they kind of like talked about would be. And then it, and then as it started to slowly hit that, this is a very real thing. And this is actually a really big deal. Um, There's a certain point where like my opinion of this and my social responsibility transformed now, I think some people made it there sooner, and, and there's a lot of people also who haven't made it mm-hmm. there yet. But, you know, if you are listening to this podcast and you're kind of like, well, what is this thing? I don't really know. It hasn't hit you yet, right? This is very serious. Like, uh, this is a very serious thing, like, currently right now. And I just want to, like, throw this out there. 3,000 people a day are dying of this thing. So consider that. 3,000 people. That means in, yeah. like, 
you know, 10 days, there'll be 30,000 people dead. Right. But that's not actually it. It'll double. It's going to double. And it's going to double. And what's going to ha- happen yeah. is going to be a lot of people that are going to die from this. So the, the, the effect that this is going to have on us as a culture is going to be pretty, pretty heavy. Mm-hmm. And when it starts landing with people, that's going to be, we're like, we're all going to be entering like kind of like a, a dark period together. Right. And, and it's going to yeah. require a lot of compassion and a lot of empathy for each other because, you know, I, I've already, my, my grandparents have already passed away, but I have friends who have grandparents that haven't. And mm-hmm. to me, that's what I'm scared about. I'm scared for my friends who may possibly have that happen to them or lose their parents or something. Um, you know, and, and I think when you're younger, you know, for a younger audience, it's very easy for you just to think about yourself and be like, I'm fine. It's not going to affect me. I'm good. I'm perfect health. But like when you're younger, you don't necessarily think about how other people uh, are so important in your life. And so this is a moment to really like, really think about not only the people, you know, who are very important in your life, but the people you don't know who are also very important to your life. Mm-hmm. And when you're thinking about going outside or you're thinking about like just being careless about this, you could contribute to that person not being here anymore. Yeah. And that's the thing that we all have to wrap our head around. And I don't think that we should really get like super angry at people that aren't understanding this yet. We should try to have compassion and understanding because everybody is, is slowly clicking in to what this is, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and that's, unfortunately, in my experience, I find that a lot of the time it sucks. It sucks in a way, but it just is what it is. It's like, people don't pay attention until there's enough pain. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, uh, for those of you who, who are aware and you're being responsible, um, you're helping, and just because not everybody's listening doesn't mean that you're not, you're, you're, you're not making a great impact here. You're not helping, mm-hmm. but like, um, some people just aren't there yet. And it's sucks. Cause they're like going to cause more damage. But like, the thing is, is like many things in life are like that. Not just this pandemic, like so many things are like that, like global warming, uh, you know, w- w- name an issue. There's so many people who haven't caught on that these things are issues yet. Right. But like, mm-hmm if you keep getting upset about that, it doesn't help. You kind of have to have compassion for them, try to understand where they're coming from and try to try to work with helping them understand as opposed to being like, look, you're wrong. I'm right. And this is bad. You know what I mean? Like that's not a great stance to take because that actually doesn't help anybody. Yeah. Just something that I think is important to say, because like, I think about my, my um, awareness of this, like I, I didn't hear about it and was like, Oh my God, this is an issue. Like I heard about it and I was like, this is probably they're blowing out of proportion. That was my initial response. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people responded that way. Yeah. And then slowly it, certain things start to make you pay attention. Right. So it's something to mention because everything we're talking about here, I mean, we don't have to be talking about a pandemic. We could be talking about anything, you know, mm-hmm. we could be talking about really any issue, just replace the issue. People respond usually the same way there's mm-hmm. early adopters and then there's people that slowly get it. And then there's the late, you know, people that take takes forever and mm-hmm. they'll deny it till the end. And you have to accept that some people are going to be like that. And I think that that has a lot to do with um, being too in your own bubble, being too like in your ego and also maybe being too scared because you mm-hmm. don't want to admit it. Right. Yeah. 
So just some things to like throw out there into the pot to like <laughs> stir around to this conversation. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, you know, cause like for, for us, you know, like we're way of the artists and we try and take an artist perspective on, on life's challenges and, you know, really being an artist is about, is about creating, you know, and, and the, the process and the act of, of creation and, right now with this, like, like to, to be completely honest, like at face value, um, this, like the, this pandemic is a destructive thing. Uh, it's, it's nature is, is one of destruction. Uh, but with that said, destruction is, it's always with creation. Like it's always two sides of, they're, they're the same thing. They're, they're linked together. And, and this isn't making light of, of the situation or finding a silver lining, but, you know, a creative, a creative action is compassionately sharing with somebody who isn't taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like, connecting with that person in a way to, to maybe help them understand, mm-hmm. you know, that's a creative thing to do. Anything that you can do to, to help, to be an ally, to support, you know, uh, all of our essential workers and our, our medical workers and everyone who is, who is contributing to help. Anything you do to support those people or even just staying home to, to, to protect the people who are most vulnerable. These are creative actions. You know, these are creative, productive things to be doing. It's yeah, just, they're, they're creative solutions to a problem, right? These are, these are our creative solutions as, as mankind, as humankind. Yes. Yeah, right? that, exactly. Yeah. Like all of these things that we're, we're being asked to do like social distancing, self-isolating, these are creative solutions you know, we are coming up with, with actions and solutions to, to, um, to help fight this, this destructive thing that's going on. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, there's, there is, so there are opportunities for us to be creative in very beneficial ways, not only just for ourselves, but for others, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, creativity i think you were saying this in our last episode that you know it's it's never just for us you know like it's like like yes like we we do get there is something in it for us but you know it's always in context with with everybody else you know like we're not there we're no um we're not just islands unto ourselves you know like we're we're all connected and and something like this is, is showing us more than ever how connected that we are. And, and it's up to us to, to collectively join in on actions of creation, actions of creativity uh, to, to, to minimize some of the, the, the suffering and the damage that that could otherwise be done Mm -hmm. at this point in time and having a creative mind towards something like this is also something that can really help you, uh, uh stave off the, the, the crazy, <laughs> the kind of crazy squirreliness that can, that can happen with, with the isolation. Yeah. You know, like re- to remind yourself that like what it, 
about how you're helping, how you're being part of the creative solutions. The other thing I would say is like, just to add to that, Evan is like, you know, while you're doing your own thing and you're on your own time, right? Like spending time alone or whatever, like put a little bit of time into building something for the future. I mean, Mm -hmm. because it's so important when I was going through my hardest time, like when, when it was like the most depressed I was right. Like I was really deep in that existential crisis. And I was just kind of like, I mean, it's the, the thing that got me upset was I was just like, okay, well, I built my life around being something and to, to build my life into, into like, I had to like make my life look a certain way. And I thought that the friends and the groups and the people around me were going to be the things that were there. And I had made plans and had expectations about that. And when you rip all of that away and you realize that that's not going to be there, it, it, it disrupts your entire plan. It disrupts everything that you thought you would do for the future. Almost. But the thing is I write every single day and I've written for seven and a half years, every single day, never missed a day. Now, when I was in the worst of it, I remember I was writing and going, well, if I'm writing, I must have hope for the future. And that I can tell you was one of the things that kind of like kept me going in the darkest Mm -hmm. times, because just that very act that I kept writing reminded me that I have hope that this will pass. And it has, like it has, like I'm on the other side of it. I'm telling you it will pass. But writing every day, when you feel like you really have nothing to live for and you feel like there's no point is like, or whatever, whatever your creative thing, paint every day. It doesn't Mm. matter, but just do your thing, right? Um, Practice your lines if you're an actor or work on your music. But if you do that every day, what you're going to do is you're going to keep reminding yourself that when this passes, you, you will have built something. And you know, the world is going to want musicians and actors and writers. It's going to want you when this Mm -hmm. passes. So this is a time for you to really hone your craft and really work on that. And if you can find joy in being like, it's an act of hope. And regardless if a pandemic is going on or not, it's an act of hope to work on your craft every day. Mm -hmm. And so I would really encourage people to do that as as a form of self-preservation at the very least Mm -hmm. because this not only will help you and your internal state but you will build yourself into something you will build stuff for the future and you will be better at it and you know you don't have to like look at this time as wasted time you know this can be an opportunity for you to really be with yourself and do the things that you said you never had time for yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um not to mention like, not just the the things that on the other side of this, that, that you'll be creating, but even the things that you can create right now. I mean, (laughs) with, with people, you know, being kind of cooped up inside more than ever, people are turning towards all kinds of creative people, you know, like while they're, while they're stuck inside, it's like, you know, whether that's, that's watching a great movie or listening to a great um, musical artist or, picking up a, a, a paintbrush or, you know, like any number of things, baking, you know, mm-hmm. like I've, I know that I've been getting more creative and with like my cooking and baking and stuff like that at, at home, I've been getting more involved with stuff <laughs> like that. You know, it's like, there's, there's kind of a weird beauty in all of that, that it's just like, okay, well, it's, it's, it's forcing a lot of these things out to the surface. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of forcing some interesting creative outlets to, to, come out of us 
during this time. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting time. It's, it's an interesting time. And I think like, you know, you can, you can bemoan it and you can get upset about it, but, um, you, you, I think what everybody's realizing is like, we don't have as much control as we think we have. Yeah. You have control over yourself and you don't really get to control what other people do. You know, you can be in their social isolating or whatever you're doing and you look out the window and you see groups of people hanging out and you're like, what the fuck? Right. And you <laughs> could be like, well, I want to do that. But like, this is a time for you to be with you and like, go like, I know that I'm doing this, a good thing here. Someone posted something online and I read it and it really landed with me. They said, imagine that you got this virus, right? And they said, you're positive for it. And then mm -hmm. they asked you, what did you do for the last two weeks and all the places you went and all the people you met, would you be embarrassed to tell them? And yeah. that really landed with me because it really made me think like, yeah, like, well, what if I went out and I caused like 10, 20, 30 people to get this thing or more because yeah. I was just careless. And then mm -hmm. when this thing really lands and like all these people pass away, I knew that I was responsible for that to some degree. Like, are you going to be okay with that? And mm -hmm. these are, these are, this is a time for us to reevaluate things. Like what are our values? You know, what really matters? What kind of person are you? Because the person mm -hmm. that you decide to be now is who you're going to be when this thing is over and you get this, this is a character defining moment for people. Mm -hmm. You get to decide like, are you like, who are you as a person? And you're going to yeah. have to look at that person. So it's never too late to change course, but this is a time to like, really like, you know, go like, who am I going to be? You know? And yeah. I think you don't want to yeah. be on the wrong side of history, you know? Well, I mean, it's, it, it is, it's a, interestingly enough, you know, like our, our show, we talk about, you know, everybody finding their own path, right? Mm -hmm. But something like this is, is reminds us that like, that we are, like to think collectively as well. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not that we don't have our own paths, but that, yeah, like we have our own paths together <laughs> to, yeah. to a certain extent. And it's important for us to remember that, that our actions, uh, don't, don't just, just happen in isolation to a certain degree. It's, it's the weird sort of like paradox of this whole thing. We're being asked to be in isolation because of the fact that we are not isolated, you know, yes. as, as how we live, you know, like, because we, you know, just, just our breathing the same air as somebody else has an effect. Like that's, that's remarkable to think about because that's what they're, what the, the, some of the, the scientists are starting to think is that it is possible, which is why they're asking people to, to uh, keep two meters or six feet distance from, from other people mm -hmm. is because they think that you might be able to get this just from breathing in the same vicinity, just from breathing. They used to think it was just like, Oh, from coughing and droplets, but they think that it's like, no, just, just sharing the air with somebody, you know, connects you. <laughs> yeah you know and and in a way that uh, where there's real stakes at hand here right so it's we're reminded of how how connected we are yeah how how much of a of a community that we are and that's an important thing for us to recognize mm -hmm. it's an important thing for us to to embrace in in the grand scheme of of all of it 
You know, this, uh, it reminds me of one conversation we had, the law of relationship Mm -hmm. and relationships interesting because like you are, to me, a relationship is you're both on your own way, but Mm -hmm. you're doing it together. And it so happens that your relationship aligns in the, in the journey that you're going together. There shouldn't, it's codependence if one person's following another person or someone's leading someone else, like, and, and they're saying you must go my way or I have to go your way. But like, if you, if you happen to align with somebody in, in your journey, you're going to tend to have a relationship. They become a traveling companion, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and some people, um, they have a a relationship, a romantic partner with them, living with them, or they have a family and you guys are in this together to some degree, but everybody is still doing their own thing and on their own way. And I think that this kind of like, some people will pay attention, some people won't, but if you begin to see that you're not in control of everybody, you're going to have a lot more peace in your life because you're going to get to see that people make their own decisions to do their own things. And the best you can do is try to help them see your values and see why you value things, not be like, I'm right, you're wrong, but be like, I value this because look, I value it because of these reasons. A person can get on board with that. But if you say you're wrong and I'm right, they're going to just hold their position harder. And you're going to see that you're like even more out of control with them. Mm-hmm. And if you force people, you can only hold them so long as they're forced. But the moment yeah. that force goes away, they're going to go off and they're probably going to rebel even harder from the force that you created. So this is a time of really like actually looking at our relationships and realizing that we're not in control of each other and we all get to make our own decisions here. And mm-hmm. if we decide to go together, um, you know, we get a certain result and we decide to go separate. Right. But like, look at culture, like look at the way we've come to this point, right? Like so many people trying to do things their own way. I'm right. You're wrong mentality. And clearly that doesn't work. We're, we're hitting that wall and we're beginning to see, okay, like it's not about right or wrong. It's about values. It's about, it's about just having a reason and having a way to connect with people and help them understand why these things matter and why maybe mm-hmm. some things don't you know, mm-hmm. cause some things don't matter. I mean, that's another side of this whole coin. And like, I wanted to get into this, like, is like some of the things don't matter. Like the, there's people who are like, we got to get our economy back up and running. We got to get this life back to normal. And it's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> there are people. Yeah. And that's <laughs> like person is specific. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A certain president. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, probably more than one, but like, you know, like a uh, major player, but like, um, what, what are you going to do? You're going to sweep all the dead bodies to the side, just business as usual. Like it doesn't work yeah. at a certain point. You know what I mean? Like, so, and people are, are going to get pissed off. If you tell them to go do something, you tell them to go pay for big oil. Meanwhile, their whole family died from this thing. They're not going to give a shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we're starting to realize that like certain values we have don't matter the way that we thought they did and the way that we've been convinced they did. And this is a total reevaluation of like what actually matters, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I guarantee there are going to be a lot of people that come out of this who are going to do life way, way different than the way they were doing it up until this point, because they're going to start to realize like there's certain things that don't matter. 
Like when I lost my friend when I was 21, I started to realize there's shit that just does not matter anymore. There's yeah. things that matter and there's things that don't. And I'm not going to do the things that don't matter anymore. And, yeah. uh, you know, you just, it's a reevaluation of life, you know? Yeah. And I mean, th- yeah, I love what you're saying because there's, there is, is wisdom for us all to find at this time. And, and a lot of wisdom comes, comes from, beginning to really understand uh, at a deeper level, the things that matter and the things that don't. Mm -hmm. And as, as people and as artists, and I like to see everybody as being an artist, the artist of, of their lives with something to share and something to express, that's something to express. What are the things that you're learning in this time? Like now's a great time to express that. To, to tell people that, to share these, tr- these, these truths that you are, are discovering for yourself of the things that, that do and do not matter to you, you know, like those kinds of things speak to the hearts of, of other people. And it, and it connects us in, in ways that are deeper than, than just physically occupying the same room, you know, like it, it's, it's when you, when you can, when we tap into deep truths in ourselves, we find a window to also tap into a deep truth in, into others as well. And sharing that is, is an incredible gift. I think it's important for, for people to see it that way. You know, like it's not just, Oh, just some silly thoughts that you have for, uh, in your own mind or, or, you know, like these are, these are important things and, and we need to in, encourage i think more in our culture of of speaking and sharing these things of getting past the superficial and the unimportant things that we often busy ourselves with not just in in activity but in in our own mental space mm-hmm. you know and and really moving past that stuff and and finding something finding something that I, I I'll dare say is, is, is a more for uh, a more soulful place to be in mm-hmm. and to express from. I mean, that's really what artistry is, is, is so much about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, a lot of the, the thoughts that people are having, you know, as far as like, like, does this really matter? I mean, a lot of people are having those thoughts, you know, mm-hmm. you're not the only one. I mean, you start to go like, um, and, I think that, you know, it's an exploration. There's like, there's things you go, well, like, does it really matter if I'm like an artist anymore? Like, does that matter? Like, am I ever going to get to do that anymore? Or like, you know, um, the whole film industry shut down, Mm -hmm. for example. Right. Um, I mean, it does matter. Obviously it does matter. You know, like people are, most people in North America right now, they're going to uh, movie. They're going to the film industry. They're going to Netflix. They're going to movies. Mm-hmm. They're going to like, like you could probably strongly say that the majority of people are, are, are going to this right for, for peace and comfort. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're in the industry in the film industry, for example, like that's one of the things that you provide, you start to see, okay, this is part of the service that we provide. We provide a certain relief, you know, if it's comedy or if it's just something to distract yourself with, or if it's something to help you get moved by, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, all the actors and all the people and all the, you know, f- film crew that created the movie contagion, for example, is one of the highest, highest watched movies right now on Netflix. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, 
the, the thing is that can scare you or you could look at that and go like, okay, like it, it, it kind of gives you a bit of an experience of what might be going on. You know what I mean? Now it's dramatized, Mm -hmm. but like that movie has an impact. And I think you start to think like, well, is this the impact we want to create with these movies? Do we want to create more fear or do we want to create more awareness or what do you want to do? And you can be more socially responsible with the stuff you create. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's no right or wrong way to do this. It's not like you don't have to be a bleeding heart about all of this stuff, but you get to like take this moment and kind of decide who you're going to be and what kind of creative you're going to be. And you get to decide like, what is your work going to communicate and what are you going to do? You know? Um, and there's no like better or worse or right or wrong necessarily. It's, it's, it's a lot about us kind of evaluating like, what do, what do we really care about and who do we want to be like Mm -hmm. in this, you know? And, um, you know, you might, you might like, and just like a self-evaluation test, like how selfish or arrogant or ignorant have you been? And like, ask yourself that. And then maybe you can like, go like, okay, well, I'm going to be a little more aware. I'm going to be a little less, um, a little less arrogant. I'm going to be a little bit more humble, a little bit more considerate, right? Like good things can come out of this. Mm -hmm. Um, some people get scared and they say like, you know, they're, 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 they're responding like, oh, it doesn't matter, you know, thinning the herd. Like I've heard people say that. And it's like, I don't want to be one of the people that's saying that when, when other people are like losing their family, you know what I mean? I don't want to be yeah. the person like that in your mind, when you're in your own world, thinking about yourself and thinking about, oh, like I'm safe. You might think that that's okay, but like, that's yeah. just because it hasn't hit you personally yet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which in this situation, they're saying that nobody's going to be left untouched and right. unaffected by this, you know, yeah. on a person, on a personal level, S- something important to keep in, in mind. And, and, um, but I mean, I think that, I, I think that you really nailed it on the head. There was something that you said, which is that in all of this, the question to ask is who do I want to be in all of this? I think that's just an an important question. It doesn't mean like, it's not even necessarily a a question that you have to have like a, a specific answer to, you know, it's, it's more a question that, that in the asking of it, it, it does something to you. You know, it, it immediately begins to reshape how you perceive everything that's going on and your place in all of this, you know, I, I think that that's, you know, something to ask yourself every single day, like while we're, we're going through this, you know, like who do I want to be in all of this? It, it, I think it's such a powerful question because it encompasses both the collective and the individual aspects of it. You know, who do I want to be in all of this? how are you going to be in service? How are you going to help the world and other people in a situation like this? And also while I'm going through this, who do I want to be in all of this? Who do I do? Like, what am I going to, to share? What am I going to do? Who am I going to reach out to and all this? Am, am I got, you know, maybe you've, you've got a friend or, or, or a family member who's really struggling with, with everything that's going on. Who's, who's really, you know, uh, feeling a lot of, a lot of fear and anxiety around everything, you know, reach out, connect with that person, 
you know, like it's, it's that those connections are the things that, that bring a little bit of light back into the world and, and remind us of, of love and possibility and, <laughs> and, you know, and better days, mm-hmm. you know, things like that, but also for, for, ourselves and in nourishing ourselves who do i want to be well i want to be a person who's who's nourishing themselves who's doing creative things who's doing interesting things who's trying some new things taking this opportunity to to take a look at some stuff that that i've kind of i've put into in into like the back burner you know or tucked away and now maybe it's a good time to revisit that you know like there's just so much that opens up with that question brandon that you brought up Mm. Yeah. Well, I I mean, actually Matthew McConaughey has a talk about that. He talks about, you know, who we, who we are now is who we're going to be at the end of this. And, um, Mm. you know, he, he, I I don't know, like I've been thinking about like, what do I have to say about any of this stuff? Like, I I mean, I'm not an expert. I don't, I don't know. Right. All I can share is my own personal experience. And, you know, I can say that like, in trying times, in challenging times, they're very, very character defining, you know, as a story writer, as a filmmaker, I mean, you know, you put your characters into difficult situations to find out who they are. And, Mm. you know, this is one of those moments where in real life, we're put into a situation where we're finding out who we are and who we want to be. And I think that sometimes when you're in comfort and you're in uh, a place of like, just so much leisure, um, and just distracted, uh, you d- you never really find out who you are, and you feel this kind of like disconnect from self because everything's mm-hmm. just kind of like I'm just trying to feel happy, right? And like right now, you know, I think there's a lot of people that are probably just trying to feel happy, but like that's fine. But also, like you get kind of pushed to a certain point where you start to go like, okay, like am am I going to be a person that makes this worse? or I'm going to be a person that makes this better. And that might be a simple part of you that defines you. And, you know, there's a, there's a story I heard or a lesson I learned very young. I, I, I can't remember exactly how I attained it, but it was like, you can lie to the world all day, but when you come home at night and you look yourself in the mirror, you're never going to be able to lie to that person. That mm-hmm. person will always know. And, you know, you want to be the kind of person that is going to be able to look at that person and have that person be okay with the truth. And this is a moment where you get to decide, like, when I look at myself in the mirror, do I like the truth? And, you know, I don't think, like, we've talked about this before, but like, you could feel a lot of shame, you could feel a lot of guilt and a lot of things about that. Um, It's never too late to just redefine yourself, to decide to be who you were always meant to be in your heart, in your, in, inside yourself. Right. And, you know, you can have uh, parents or friends or people that are always encouraging you to be a certain way. And you, this might be a moment where you start to decide like, Hey, I don't want to be that way anymore. And that can be very difficult because you can start to your, your ideals, your, your values can start to separate from those people mm-hmm. and you can feel like you're losing them. But what will happen is you'll end up finding the people who actually align with your true spirit, your true like self. Right. Um, yeah. You know, we're all a little bit programmed by what we 
what culture, what we're around, right? And, and this is a time where we're getting separated not only from our culture, but from our friends, from our families, from everybody. And we're getting to see, well, who am I when I'm not defined by that or by them? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and it's an important part of the, it's important part of the art, the way, you know, as, as an artist for you to find your way, like, who are you? Mm-hmm. Right. Not, you're not just a follower. You don't have to be what, what people have told you you had to be. You actually get a moment to kind of come out of this and say like, well, I've, I've reevaluated. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Cause the truth is, is that who you are is far, far deeper, more mysterious and extraordinary than, <laughs> than you yeah. ever thought, you know? Well, and yeah. like at the end of the day, I mean, and I still stand by this, you're an infinite being, you're, you're capable of really anything. Yeah. And for, for us, the only way we really know ourselves is, is by the things that connect in our deeper, like solar plex area and like inside of us that makes sense. And like, that stuff comes resonates back out. And when you deny that you deny yourself and you deny your energy and you deny your, 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 your true like force. Right. But when you embrace it, you actually find out stuff about yourself. And, you know, there's a quote that I read a while back and I'll just say this as well, is that if the universe, it exists, it exists inside all of us and exists inside each of us. Mm-hmm. if the universe exists. So you just think about that for a moment. Like everything in the outside world exists inside of you. And if you like, if, if things out here are happening, you're actually having a chance to find out who you are inside, you know, and not looking mm-hmm. at like, I caused this, but like not necessarily from that perspective, but like my response to this is who I am. This mm-hmm. outside world thing is, is an event that's showing me who I am. Yeah. 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 Well, and, yeah, there you go. <laughs> we're, um, <laughs> we are, uh, we're approaching that, uh, that kind of one hour mark here. Yeah. Um, call it a day. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's call it, let's call it. But, right. uh, it's been good chatting. We normally, we have a beer, but, uh, we're drinking, we're just drinking tea today. It would seem I'm, I'm drinking, I'm drinking my, uh, like a, a immune, immunity tea. <laughs> good choice today. Yeah. Yeah. Turmeric and ginseng and all of that good stuff. So I'm just having some English breakfast. That works too. <laughs> that works too. Um, do we want to have some closing thoughts on this one? Yeah, let's do it. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. I mean, um, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, uh, in many ways, I, I, my closing thoughts came just a, a little while ago and, and I'll, but I'll just reiterate it, which is that, you know, ask that question of, of who, who do I want to be in all of this, you know, really, and, and don't take that on casually, like actually spend some time, you know, sit, sit down or, you know, on the couch with no distraction or like lay down in your bed and ask that question and, and just be with that question you know, don't, and, and I'll even say like, don't try to answer it necessarily, you know, but just be with that question and, and see what happens, see what happens to you in, in, in asking that question of yourself. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would second that. I mean, that's, that's really kind of the thought at the end of the day here is who, who do you want to be? Who do I want to be? Um, you know, and, and looking at that and like letting that 
letting that come to light in a way. It's like, don't try to decide it, let it, let it kind of come out of you. Mm -hmm. And I think that if there's anything to do right now, it's to sit with yourself and be with yourself and like meditate or whatever you want to call it. And just like, don't, don't try and control your thoughts. Even just let the thoughts kind of come into your mind and be like, okay, well, Oh, now I'm worried about this or like, let things just kind of come and like identify them. And like, when you ask that question of yourself, like, who do I want to be? Don't try and go like, I want to be this. I want to be that. Like, just like, let something kind of surface up for you, you mm-hmm. know, and, 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 and then evaluate things as they surface up for you and kind of come up. And this might be weird for some people because they never spend any moment just sitting with themselves. But like, I think if you do this, you'll, you'll find something that will help guide you through this and everything you do in the future. Mm-hmm. You know, it all starts, the journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. So, you know, yeah. start today, start, just be with yourself for a few minutes and then see if you can do it and then try it again and try it again and try it again. And then let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. You know, I have one more thing to add to all of this, which is that, you know, on, on the other side of this, this thing that we're all going through together, you know, cause it, there is, there's an, there is an other side to this, but even now and what's going on in relation to the, this question, you know, that, that we're asking you to ask yourselves, we are going to need new leaders, you know, we, and we need leaders right now, you know, not, not in, in necessarily just big ways, but in small ways too. And this question is going to help you to become a leader in some kind of way in whatever part of the world that you are in. And we need you. Thanks for listening to the show. If you got something out of this, if you feel it improved your life or your journey in any way, please take a moment to subscribe, leave a review, or share the episode. You can also support us on Patreon, where we have tons of great bonuses. You are the ones that make the show possible and help us to thrive. Thank you for joining us.